So we are back for episode one of this week because the episode later on this week will be dropping on Saturday. I'm your host, Viral Viper, aka Viper Freeze, with my co host, The Renegade Enigma. How are you, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? I am emotional. I'm very emotional. <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll get to we'll get to why I'm emotional later on. We'll get to why later. I know people are like, oh god, what is it? It's it's something. So let's start off with the G1, which a lot of people totally fucking forgot. Like, ah oh, shit, what the fuck? We totally forgot. So <laughs> Wednesday. Wait, no, that wasn't Wednesday. God damn, that was not Wednesday. That was... What day was that? Jesus Christ. What... Saturday. Nope. What was it Saturday? Nope. Monday. It was goddamn Monday. Totally forgot what day it was. Monday. The last... The last block A. So the winner of this block is to go to the finals. Okay. And we had four people alive. We had Kenta. We had Ibushi. We had Zach. And we had Shingo. And it was okay. All four of them, right? You see how that goes, right? Any four of them could have won because, like, different scenarios, round robin, points, thingies. You see? Mm -hmm. So, then we started off. We have Shingo, and he's taking on Yano. Yano's the comedy dude. Yano and Shingo get counted out. Double count out. So that just eliminated Shingo, so he's out. He can't win the block. Hmm. So Zach is still alive. Zach is still alive. Zach is still alive. Zach takes on Tangaloa. Loses. Hmm. So it's now down to Kenta and Ibushi. If they go to a tie, because Zach has the second most points. Zach gets in if they go to a tie. But that's not what happened because they had a fight. It was long. It was crazy. And Ibushi lost the fight. He lost the fight. I mean, no, Ibushi won the fight. God damn it. Why did I say he lost the fight? I'm just blanking. He won the fight. So he's going into the finals. Monday, Ibushi goes right into the finals. So, guys, he's going into the finals. We'll get to that later. So, Monday. Monday. We're on Monday. How did you like Monday Night Raw? How'd you like it? It was okay. Like, due to other stuff, like, I'm blanking on it just like you kind of blanked on, like, that show, so yes. like, yeah, because other shows was way better, but it wasn't. It wasn't a bad raw by any means. Listen, I'm gonna put it to you like this: mm-hmm. it was not a bad raw. It just was the fucking ending, and when we get to the ending, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, that was that was it." Because we were discussing it at the ending, and I'm like, "Dude," and you're like, "Yeah, I see," but dude, you're like, "Yeah," and then. <laughs> Like fuck, like 
like fucking like, like fuck, like fuck. It was right there. It was right there. It plays into the story later on too, but like it was right there. Because you know I me with my memory, like I forget things, but I remember uh-huh. my feeling, and like I remember not feeling too bad about it. So yeah, yeah, like like that was like we didn't feel too bad about it, but like it was right there. <laughs> And like I said, we're gonna get, like I'm gonna dig into this deeper later on. Yeah. Why I feel like I still feel wrong about it, but like I feel like there's 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 just like that fucking dumb and dumber meme. So you're saying there's a chance. That's just how I feel about this situation. So you're saying there's a chance. So so it starts off with Bianca and Charlie, and they're they're talking because they're going to have a match. The main event. Bianca versus Charlotte versus for the Raw Women's title. Charlotte is going to SmackDown. Bianca is staying on Raw. So we're like, right? Right? We're all like, right? It's happening. That's what we were thinking. Yeah. And no. No, no, no. We'll get to that. Then we had Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahuti in the King of the Ring tournament. I'm going to let you take this. What happened? Oh, oh, yeah. Like, I swore in your words, Jinder Mahuti was going to win this shit. Mm-hmm. But fucking Xavier, like, pulled through him, whatever. Like, I could just, like, I don't know why. Like, I just, the way he, like, he gets booked, like, I thought, like, they were going to give it to gender. And plus, like, on the other side, I don't know, we call them brackets or whatever, Finn's mm-hmm. on the other side. So I could have sworn they were going to go with the the face heel dynamic. But they did Yes. Yeah. So now in the finals, was... it's going to be Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Yes. And I was kind of thinking that, like, I was kind of, like, I I don't know why, but I'm like, it's WWE. They never give fans what they want at all. There's no way they're going to put Xavier in the finals. And I'm like, and then he won. I was like, oh, shit, he's in the finals. But, you know, like, we'll get to it later on because Crown Jewel did happen. It's like, like, man, we'll get to that later. (laughs) So... Then we had an awesome theory thing in the back. This this actually was actually really funny because of what happened and how it led to this. Because Austin Theory's in the back. He bumps into fucking our truth in the 24-7 idiot. And so he gets mad at our truth. He's like, hey. So our truth was like, yeah, we'll have a match. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you. Our truth never said against me. Our truth just said, we're gonna have a match. And everybody's like, oh, he's gonna fight our truth. And it was like, okay. So they come out for the match, and our truth was like, hey man, I said that uh we're gonna have a match, but it's not me. It's my friend Jeff Hardy. Okay, the fuck? See. So it's Jeff Hardy versus Austin Theory. And by the way, by the way, just before we get too far into this, mm-hmm. 
R Truth owes you money. He owes me money? Why? Yes. Cause if you guys have been listening to the podcast for for as long as we've been around, every time we bring up a theory, this guy always goes like, I have a theory. Not an Austin theory. R Truth stole his thing. R Truth oh, stole shit. his thing. I just realized that. <laughs> yes. So Jeff Hardy loses the Austin Theory. Austin Theory does his selfie thing. Then Jeff gets up, beats his ass, and takes a selfie with him laid out. And Renegade said, Jeff should steal his phone and go to SmackDown. And it looked like it looked like it should have had. Did he actually do it? Because the pictures were posted on the Instagram, the WWE Instagram, both pictures. Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 what I don't know. I don't know if he put it down or like he walked off with it because like the last shot they showed was him actually holding the phone. So it's like I don't know what happens. Wow. He ain't getting that shit back until Survivor Series or something. <laughs> nope. So we had Biggie and Big D. <laughs> <laughs> You actually said it. Yeah. So they went against Robert Rude and Dolph Ziegler. The dirty dog, nasty, damn it, heels. Or whatever the hell they call it. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't care either. Like, just look. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> so they had a match. So after that, Drew and Big E was like, hey, man. Like, we're going to fight because they won. So they're like, hey, we're going to fight. Fucking fight. All right. And we're like, all right, they're going to have a match. Who cares? We had the Street Profits talk about they want the tag team titles. This actually fucked me up a little bit. Like, just a little bit. Because, like, they're talking about they want the tag titles. And then AJ and almost come out. And it's like, oh, that's right. They're the tag. Oh, they're not even a tag champ. What the fuck are they talking about? And then he's like, no, we're going to beat Riddle and RK, bro, and be the tag champs. I'm like, wait, they're the tag champs? I, I was lost. I was lost. I don't know about you. I was lost. No, 100%. Like, that, that fucked me up. Like, how long did almost it mean you had to take the titles? Because I feel like they had it a significant amount of time. Like, they had it since WrestleMania. And then oh. they just lost it, like, at SummerSlam. And then, like, we're still like trying to adjust that they lost the titles because Randy and Riddle don't wrestle that much. So it's like, what the fuck? Who's the chance? Yeah. I'm like, all right. Huh? So then we had Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander. Mansoor beat him. And then. Ali comes out and Ali just like talking shit to Mansoor and Mansoor grabs a mic and like tells him to shut up and just like comes back at him and then he just starts talking to him and like I don't know if it was Arabic or like what language it was but it was so fucked up because like he said it to Ali and Ali's like what, wait what wait wait what and he, he just crazy me out and, like we got away with this what happened. Like, like his face is like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? He was like, bad. I, I don't know. I'm, I was bad too, because like, like I said, I'm not saying like, oh, the 
the words was wrong or whatever. It's like, like the, the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Like, this is bad. Plus the fact, like, is it questionable whether or not he understood him or not? Because, like, for me, I'm Hispanic, but I don't understand all Spanish. So. Right. Right. So that's, that's what I was like. I, I don't know. Because it could have been Farsi. It could have been Arabic. It could have been, I forgot what the other language is. But, like, it could have been anything. So, like, I don't know if, like, they understood each other. Like, completely. Yeah. So then we had a parental advisory thing come up because two men were talking about killing each other. That didn't happen. <laughs> they just were really talking about killing each other. Goldberg and Bob Lash. Don't know if they actually did try to kill each other, but like, I'm very not going with they tried to kill each other. <laughs> so then we did have a tag team match that was the Street Profits versus RK Bro. This wasn't a bad match at all. It wasn't no. bad at all. The Street Profits lost, but like it wasn't a bad match. It's like, damn, they actually were really good. And of course, AJ and almost came down, got in it, and was like, yeah, whatever. But it wasn't bad. Like that was one thing about Raw this week. It was like it was good, but like it didn't have any business being this good. It's like okay. Like somebody, like most of the in-ring stuff was like, oh shit, this is actually really fucking good. Yeah. And like that tactic match was like really dope because it was like, hmm, that's dope as fuck. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and the funny part about it, like the really fucking funny part about it, all of these teams are on the same show. Like none of them are going anywhere. We're stuck with these three teams. We're stuck with AJ and almost. We're stuck with the RK bro and street property. It's not like we got a new tag team and like everything changed. It's these tag teams. I know people are like, well, the new day we're in it. No, I just mean we have three major tag teams, like no more than that. And it's just going to be these three guys fighting for the tag titles for the next, however many months they go with this. I mean, yeah, like, approximately a year until we have another draft or whatever. Yeah. We just had to break them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, then we had the Queen of the Rings finals. And we had Zelina Vega come out. And, well, not the finals, but like the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, Zelina Vega comes out. She puts on the cape and the crown. She looked, She actually looked good with that even though she wasn't the queen <laughs> and so she sits there and like she's looking all prim and proper and like she's like go on go on and play because it was Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler so they're having a match and we're all like oh it's definitely Shayna Shayna's winning Shayna's winning Dewdrop wins now I don't know what the reason for Shayna and Blake losing, but I mean, it probably was a reason for her to not win the Queen of the Wing thing and go to Crown Jewel. It probably was a reason. It probably was a reason. 
not not saying that, that I know the reason, but it's probably a reason that uh, if you look really hard, you you know, probably a reason. Just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. So then we had Finn come out, and Finn took on Mace, which I'm so confused because it's like, okay, Mace is on the other show, right? It's supposed to be on SmackDown. I have right. no idea at this point. <laughs> no, he is. So like, here's the thing: the major people I know, like, kind of, sort of, where they are, but I'm still kind of confused here and there. <laughs> yeah. So Mace, like, here's the thing: what bothers me about Mace is like they're going to turn T-Bar back into Dominic Dijakovic. Why can't they do that to Mace? Mace is still Mace, and like, I'm I don't like it. I want Mace to be different. Like, they're not revolution, retribution, or whatever the fuck they were before. They're not that. I guess they feel like he's boring as himself. Okay, I agree. Like, he should like have this type of gimmick, which I totally disagree with. Like, I'm not down with this gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah. So... That was a thing. So Finn beat him. Then Finn walks to where the crown is at. Xavier's sitting there with the crown. And Xavier's like, this is going to be my crown. And Finn's like, uh, no, it's not for that. And then they're arguing with Kofi's like, wait, man. Wait, relax. Save it for the show. So they just save it. Then we get back to another John Morrison meditating. And he gets interrupted by the Viking Raiders. And John Morrison keeps saying he's close to achieving what he's trying to achieve. I feel like whatever it is, is going to be his new gimmick. Like something just popped in my head as you're saying that, right? Mm. Why in my head, I picture him going blonde and going Super Saiyan. <laughs> I would I would love that. That would actually be actually really fun. Like it would that be part of like a vignette. Like he's meditating. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden, like some CG hits. His hair like puffs up, goes blonde, and then like John Morrison. Yo, I would like that. I would really like that because it would be something totally different. And he'd be uh-huh. like, oh shit, it's actually really cool. Like I, I like that. I like that. So yeah. then we had the main event. It was Charlotte versus Bianca. Now, this match was fucking awesome. It was fucking yeah. awesome until until and like it was two minutes left and I'm looking at the clock and I just tell Renegade I said dude it's two minutes left I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen it's two minutes left this can't be good you always do that yes cause like this man he'll look at the time and like if we're just like a little bit late he's like come on come on come on end the show end the show that's literally him because I know like okay Cause I'm like, all right, you have to do something right now because like, if she's gonna win a title, she has to have that little celebration. So you have to do it immediately before we go off the air. I'm like, come on, you have to do it. You have to do it. It's, it has to happen, right? Right there, right there. And then Charlotte hits her with a chair and gets the Spotify. I'm like, God damn it, it's right there. Because I don't want them to switch the belts. I don't want them to switch the belts. But like I said, we're gonna get into that later. 
I was like, damn it. Like, Bianca had it. Fucking had it. Fuck. Right Is this the first time they, they faced each other, by the way? I think it was, in my mind. I think this is the second time. They might have had one in NXT, but like I think this is the second time. Okay. That's right. And I, yeah. And honestly, like... At this point, I was like, okay, well, this is cool because... Alright, maybe they'll do... XYZ and have it happen at Survivor Series with Bianca versus Charlotte. Like, Bianca can have a championship and Charlotte can have a title. And then, like, that would be cool, but, like, like I said, we get to that later. We get to that later in the show. It's like, ugh, it's like, it's, like, I don't want to, I don't want to see the belt switch. Like, I don't want to see the belt switch. But, we'll, like I said, we'll get to that later. So, then, well, this didn't happen the next day, but this is the B-block coverage of the G1. So, everybody's fucking eliminated. Everybody's eliminated except for Okada and Jeff Cobb. Because if Okada beats Jeff Cobb, he gets into the finals. If Jeff Cobb beats Okada, then he gets into the finals. It's literally, it was literally nobody else. Okada lost one match to Tamatanda. Fucking Jeff Cobb lost no matches. It literally was nobody else in the field. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. And I was, damn near, I wasn't going to watch the rest of the show. I was like, you know what? I just want to watch the last match because I want to see who's going in. But I was like, something said, watch the rest of the show. So they had Tanahashi versus Taichi. And Taichi is like the guy who came from everybody hating Taichi to now kind of loving him. And Taichi's ribs is taped up because the last time they fought, it was... Like, it was so bad. Like, not last time him and Tanahashi fought, but the last time he fought in the tournament, he got fucked up. His ribs was fucked up. So Tanahashi's super John Cena face, good guy, going up against him, and he's, like, working over the ribs, and he's like, no, I'm not just going to let you have this match. I'm going to try to take you out. And he's just, like, he's going, and you're like, oh, well, Tanahashi's going to hit the frog splash. He's going to win. It's going to be over. Boom. There you go. Nope. That's not what happened. Fucking Taichi ghetto clutch, which is like the kind of legs over the shoulder, roll up pin, and pins Tanahashi. And everybody, like the crowd is like, oh my God, yes, yes. It's like, oh, like no one saw that coming. It was like, uh, th- th- that was awesome. And then we got to the finals match and it was Okada versus Jeff Cobb. And we're like, okay. They had like they had probably like six matches this year, which is unprecedented for New Japan, because like they don't have a bunch of matches back to back to back to back to back to back over and over again. But they this is like their sixth match. So they're having this match and you're like, all right, well, all the other stuff was good. This match was good too. Like fucking Jeff Cobb went for a tour to Islands, which is his spinning slam off the top rope. Okada turned it into a fucking DDT. He was like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like, where, where did that come from? And Okada turned out and won the match. So Okada versus Ibushi, G1 Finals, which would be the next day after that. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, there's no rest. This is, that's what I always hate about the G1. Like, the A Block gets a day off. They're like, all right, you guys win. You're going into the finals. You get a day off. 
Okay. B block. Whoever wins, you got to wrestle the next day. But no, whatever match, if they try to kill you, you just drag your dead body in the next day. Doesn't matter. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's always bothered me. It's like the B block, the next day, they have to go into the finals. Like, give them a little rest. Nah, fuck them. No rest for the weary or something? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, god damn it, dude. This sucks, man. It fucking sucks. So, NXT. NXT. Did you see NXT? Yes, sir. It was good. It was good. So, like, I'm not even going to skip ahead because, like, this was, like, one of the first things that happened. But... We could all agree that Braun Breaker's gonna win that fucking title, right? Oh no, pretty much, yeah. Like that that's like as that fucking Paul Heyman would say, that's not a fucking it's a spoiler. It's basically a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts off with Carmelo Hayes. And Carmelo Hayes is coming out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Carmelo, he's here and Mellow's money. So Mellow and Trick is in the ring. And then Johnny Gargano comes out. And Johnny Gargano's talking about how he lost the weight because Indy's gone, Austin's on Raw. And like, he's like, he's talking. And then Trick says, Well, your daughter in law, well, not your daughter, your daughter's been sliding into my man Mellow's DMs. And Johnny starts laughing, and Mellow's like, Dude, that's your daughter. Like, why are you laughing at her? And he's like, because my son-in-law is right behind you. <laughs> oh, shit. So, fucking Dexter Loomis fucked him up. And we're going to have a title match eventually. So, yeah. What do you feel? Come on, talk to me. This is what I feel, right? Like, Johnny Gargano has mm-hmm. the record of having that title the most, right? So, mm-hmm. it's going to be Johnny going for that title. And she'll be like, and Dexter, she'll win it. Maybe not yes. that so soon. Like, they should have, like, a series of matches because Metal just won mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the way, the foreground conclusion, where it should go. It should go to Dexter, eventually. Yes. Because there's nothing else for Johnny to do in NXT. Like, there's literally nothing for him to do. Like, the next thing he should do is just, like, go smack his best friend Adam Cole in the face. He should do that. That's what he should do. Just piss nothing else for you to do. Nothing. Just leave. Just fucking leave. Take over Johnny Champion. Has he been called Johnny Grand Slam yet? Because he damn near had every title. No, he has had every title. He's had every title that they have there. He should just be called Johnny Elite. He should be gone. <laughs> because that's the thing. They won't put him on a they won't put him on a main roster. Which is like that's the logical step. Put Johnny on a main roster. Is that but really he's, what he wants though? Too, you know? Yeah, but okay, if you don't want that, what else could you do in fucking NXT? Like there's nothing else you can do. Like, what else you do? You 
you know what I mean? Push the gender guys, I guess. Like that's the only thing you could really do. Like same thing with Champa, you know? Because there's really nothing yeah. left for to do either. I mean, he could go for the North American title, but that's kind of beneath him, in my opinion. Yeah, I've seen it. But like, it's like those set of NXT guys, like the ones that we are just like super fond of. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for them to just go because like you can see where everything is going in this show like Vince and them have their plan of these are the guys we want and the guys that we love are just like there they're just fucking there so it's like do we just like do we just keep going like or do we just let our guys like go somewhere and be happy like what like what do we do that's the key word though Mm-hmm. Like, if he's happy here, even though we don't see him doing anything, like if he's happy pushing people like Carmelo and whatever, so be it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just the ones that happy yeah. with that. We want him to do more. Yeah, because like to me, it feels like to me it feels like he's bored because like you've done everything. So what else is there for you to do? Yeah, and like you're not gonna have your style of matches. So, like, if maybe if he wants to, like, help, like, bring up the guys, like you said, that's fine. But I feel like there's nothing else for you to do. You're just here. Like, you're just here collecting the check to me. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. Like, I just want, like, I want them to be happy. But if that's what their happiness is, then it's fine. Like, if he just was like, yo, I'm going to sign because I want to be, like, I want to be a coach or whatever. I'm like, all right. Like, I'll just, I'll shut the fuck up about him going to another company. I'll just shut the fuck up. Like I'm, like I'm done. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like to me, like just from the outside looking in, it's like. On the other side, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. On the other side, if he doesn't resign and then goes mm-hmm. to be elite, whatever, and he's mm-hmm. more happy doing that, more power to him. Like I'm mm-hmm. happy for him either way. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy for him either way. Like I, I don't really care. Yeah. But like I'm just like yeah. Because, like, that's just another person where it's, like, you've done everything and, like, you see what the new landscape is looking like. Do you stay or do you go? Like, that's just the question. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, I'm going to be totally honest. It's, like, yeah, Candace is having a baby and, like, it would be great for them to just, like, stay. But at the same time, it's, like, you can also go. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Whatever, like, as long as they're happy... And the baby's happy. It's, it's fine. It doesn't matter. You'll be happy. Exactly. Back to NXT. Yeah, Odyssey Jones versus Chase. Andre Chase. I was going to call him Chase Parker, but that's the other guy of the show. I was thinking Chase Owen, so there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh which lost his match. So, I mean, yeah, he lost his match to the G1. He's out. Sorry, Chase Owens. But yeah. So, Odyssey Jones beat Andre Chase. He was like, okay. And? <laughs> I just, and? <laughs> like, I know they have, like, a little story, but it's like, man, who gives a shit? It's like, not that they, not that they suck, but it's like, who cares? Because it's like, it wasn't really much to it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, but I have to correct you on something, right? It's not who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Because remember, in this mm-hmm. fucking storyline, they have said the word fuck multiple times. <laughs> yes, they have. Yes, they so have. So who gives a fuck? Yes. Probably no one, but still. What the fuck? True. 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 <laughs> so then we had a good tag team match with Imperium versus the Creed Brothers. It was a really good tag team match until the WWE the finish because the Creed Brothers were like on the verge of beating Imperium but then here comes Kishida and Ikimanjiro which to me was kind of like okay whatever like they do both have a shot like they're supposed to be beefing with Diamond Mine but it's like whatever then MSK came in and beat up Imperium because they're leading up to the tag team match and MSK got booed hard hard super hard they're like boo fuck you boo like you know what I mean no, I got you. My joke was they probably, the crowd probably got confused and like thought they were the bad guys since they did their attacking because they're typically a bad guy thing. But what the fuck, man? Like, they're good. No. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what the story is going around. What the story <laughs> is going around for MSK. And like, this is like, this is so weird. Like, okay, so Nash or like Wentz I, I think it, it was, I think that's Wentz. Yeah, Wentz, back in the day, they asked him about, how do you feel about Izzy training? And he was like, yo, I don't think she's too young to be training, but like, whatever. Like, he said that. Like, he, like, he basically was saying, yo, I think she's too young to be training. Fuck that. So it's like, okay, that's cool. Because the NXT are like Izzy's people, they have been booing the shit out of MSK because they're like, oh no, you shouldn't say that to her. Oh, fuck you. It's like, fam, what? Like, is that really seriously what? You know is what I mean? Not allowed to have an opinion? Like, apparently not, not on Izzy. It's not what? like it was a like, horrible opinion. Like, no, fuck that. She shouldn't be a rep. You didn't say anything like that, you know? Exactly. And it's like, that bothers me. It's like, what? Like, because, like, these guys are great. They were always great. And it's like, why? Like, why are people just shitting? What the fuck is happening? And, like, like apparently that's what the real well, reason is. Yeah. My bad for huh? you off. Like, probably, like, and this is just me guessing, like, his, mm-hmm. like, mind frame of it is, like, maybe she just do some more studying and with do the wrestling. Because a lot of wrestlers have their own thing. Like, they get injured or whatever, they could go out and do something else. Like, years ago, I found out Dito Brown had a fucking accounting degree or something. Mm-hmm. But listen, it's just, like, no, no, like, in, mm-hmm. like NX getting NXT canceled, which I don't give a shit. Like, to be honest, like she's thirteen, like she's thirteen years old. Like, I agree with yeah. him. Like, she's a little bit too young to be training. Like, that's how I, that's how I feel too. It's like she's thirteen, dog. Like, 
I mean, I said it to you when it happened. I was like, oh, she's, I think she's going to be training. But like her parents are like, no, nah, just go ahead and train. And I know some people get into training early or whatever, but it's like, fam, just like wait a little bit. Like you, like you only got like a couple years. You could be training. Like it's not, there was, there, there was no rush. And it's not like you can start no. wrestling immediately. There's no rush. Like, and like not distracting her to be like, no, you can't do it. Don't do it. It's like, no, just take a few seconds and like wait until it's your turn. Because like everybody else has to wait until they're fucking 18 to go train. Like, oh, fuck it. I, I want to go train right now. I'm 11 years old. No, you can't. You got to wait till you're 18. And they're like, she's like, oh, I'm doing it. It's like, you're a little bit too young to do that. But it's like, whatever, like, screw that. I remember she was being young. I forgot exactly her age. So, yeah. Yeah, like when she started training, she was 13. So it was like, that's why it was such a big deal. It's like, whatever, bro. But she has her stands. I don't understand how someone so young has stands. It's kind of creepy, but we're going we're gonna to just move on from that. <laughs> So, Von Wagner and Kylo Riley had a cookout sleepover or whatever the fuck they had. <laughs> it was it was weird because it's like Kyle is trying to be the hippie and then like he pulls up and like he's like, "Hey guy, let's go hang out." All right, let's do that. It was like, all right. That's where Kyle clearly said, "I don't want to be friends." Mm-hmm. He, he did it. say that. He did say that. So, the fucking thing about it, like, I was about to call this next guy somebody totally different, which was like a killer. And, like, I didn't mean, like, because his name is Joe Gacy, but in my mind, I wanted to call him John Wayne Casey, which is like a oh, killer. No. I was like, no. <laughs> like, 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 Joe Gacy. Uh, fuck that up he had a promo and like he's talking and he's saying all of the regular shit and then he said something and like he reaches his hand out he's like I'm like paying attention and then all of a sudden that hand touches him like what the fuck <laughs> it, it was the other guy and like I like I just said what the fuck and I just I didn't say anything to Renegade because I was like what the fuck and he's like what what I was like just watch just watch it it, it, it fucked you up too. Like, what? I, I literally, I literally said, "What the fuck?" Did, like right after you, like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, it was so so fucked up. I keep forgetting this man's name. Like, I, Mini Brock, basically. Yeah, I'm, Harlan. His name is Harlan. Harlan. Yeah, I gotta get used to that shit. Like, he has to start wrestling. <laughs> yes. So then we had. Corey Jade versus Electra Lopez. And once again, just like everybody else, a friend of the show, Corey Jade, was like, she has to have a win, right? And she did. She got a win. She beat Electra Lopez. Fucked me up. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think she was going to beat Electra Lopez. I thought they were going to keep them strong for whatever they were gonna do later, but I was like, damn, like Jeff is one. So then we had Ron Breaker and uh what whatever his name is. Chomper. Right. See? 
see, this is this is how the new guys get you. Just like you love the new guys, you're like, ah, fuck the other guys. But yeah, he told Chompa he's gonna win the title from him. Well, that's a thing. Then we had a three way. We had a three way, and it was J.C. Jane, um, Pietro, I think Persia. Her name is Persia, and Io Shirai. So the match is going good, and J.C. Jane, she comes up a little bit short, and she falls right on her head and neck. Like, fuck! Like, she, like, it just was like, she's done! And amazingly, she got the fuck up and caught EO for, like, the next spot, but it was like, dude, like, I swear she was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Funny part, like, right before that, I made a comment to you, I'm like, dude, this Persia chick, is she green or is that just me? Because you have the eye for that. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked you shit like that. And you're like, yeah, she, she's kind of green. But, yeah, then, like, she fucked up. Like, you yeah. expect her to fuck up, but no, it was her. <laughs> yeah, so it wound up going to a one-on-one, which was Persia versus EO. And EO picks up the win. So the winner of this match was... They kind of said, but like they kind of just like sped by. It was like, oh, the winner of this match gets to pick with his spin a wheel and make a deal thing. So they spun the wheel, and it's like, it's going to be a ladder match next week for the tag titles. I don't know if it's going to be a three way tag team ladder match or if it's going to be a two on two tag team ladder match. So far, that's what's the versus screen. It's a three way. So far. Okay. Now, depending whether or not this girl is like injured or not. That mm-hmm. pretty determines what it really will be. Okay. Yeah. So then we had Beer Money getting jumped by Legato <laughs> del Fantasma and also Alex Zane, which is Cora Jade's boyfriend, because they're mad that Cora Jade beat them. So it's like, no, we're going to beat up your boyfriend. Like, you can't have relationships in wrestling. Fuck you. Like, okay. That, that's the thing. <laughs> What whatever. So good money, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So really then we had money. No, they're they're they're, they're beer okay, beer morning two point oh. <laughs> you can't take okay. that away from me. Okay, we'll go with that. Two point oh. We had an Uso promo where he's becoming new Us. Then we have Kishida and Icky Man. He pulls up on him in the bathroom. In the fucking bathroom. Scares the shit out of him. And then pours his clothes on the floor and says, I want the old Kishida back to team with me. Kishida's like, alright, fuck it. I'll be the old Kishida. Alright. Alright. So then we get Tony D'Angelo. How you doing over here? Tony D'Angelo beats this guy. And then gets interviewed. So he gets interviewed. And when he gets interviewed, she asks him, Hey, Tony D'Angelo, yo, what happened to the producer dude? He goes, Hey, what are you talking about, Maron? And he literally goes in his pocket, takes out some money, and puts it in her hand and says, Oh, you don't know nothing. And he just walks off and like, 
did he really just bribe her on air, dude? What the fuck? This guy's really good. Like, this guy's good. He's like the whole show. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. This guy's good. This guy's so good. And, like, the funny part is, like, Samantha had the money, and I'm like, you're gonna give it back to him, right? She's like, take it back. Take it back. Not in no rush to give it back. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep this money. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, Sam. So then we had Duke Gambler, blah, blah, blah. So I can't wait to him and Bartender Cabron team up. I can't wait for it. I already said it multiple times, so you know it's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> so then we had Beer Money 2.0 get beat up again. And they had to have a tag team match with Legado del Fantasma, which they wind up losing. It was like, uh. Oh, that made no fucking sense. <laughs> like, he was like, all right, because, like, they get beat up, so, like, you're like, they're coming back for the redemption, right? They're going to get their redemption, right? Right? Wrong. We'll make that. Wrong. Yeah. So, then WWE pulls out a promo. It literally turned into the Sahara deck for 90% of the audience because... It was a Mandy Rose promo, and she was in some very nice clothes. Now, I'm not going to say, I mean, she's not my type, but she's a lot of people's type. She's a lot of people's type, and they were just, like, super sticky after this. I'm like, she's not my type. But, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So then they had a match for who is going to host next week Halloween Havoc. Is it going to be LA Knight or Grayson Waller? We're going to have a match. And boy, howdy. Literally a boy, howdy. Because it was like, why did they have this match? <laughs> like, you fucked me up with that. Yeah. That's what I thought. So... Ellie Knight picks up the win. Then we go to the back. We see Mello. Mello's still looking for a championship. And he has to go to a fun house next week. And we also get another promo with the female, who I'm thinking is a female, who keeps talking about, I'm coming back. After re-injury, I'm coming back. And I'm like, all right, you're, you're going to be back next week. So, Renegade has a theory because the commercial came on like five minutes later which implicated this person mm-hmm. go on I believe like they showed a what was the commercial was it a Halloween have commercial I forget exactly what the commercial the was. Halloween have commercial so everybody who's in it plus one person who's not confirmed to be in it yeah that being Amber Moon mm-hmm. so I kind of think it's going to be Ember Moon, which, if it is, I'm going to feel some type of way, because this is the second time they did this for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may be a swerve, and it better be a guy. <laughs> yeah, and, like, some people would, like, is Dakota Kai, and I'm like, guys, like, relax on the Dakota Kai thing. 
He's like, no, it's Dakota Kai. It's definitely Dakota Kai. I'm like, just relax. Like, everybody's like, no, 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 no. It's Dakota Kai. I'm like, okay. 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 I, I actually have no idea who it is, but like, as far as the Dakota Kai thing, it's, it's, it's just, it's just it's not a good guy. <laughs> yeah. So Even then we get to the, yeah. We get to the main event and it's Ciampa and Braun Breaker versus the Grizzled Young Vets. And literally they say on commentary, can they work together? Can they coexist? I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many fucking yeah. coexist storylines are we going to have? All of them. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part is, like, they literally coexisted except for, like, a slap tag. And it's like, oh, okay. And after the match, like, of course, Chopper and Braun pick up the win, and Braun just looks right with the fucking belt. And it's like, oh, well, fuck. Like, he's just going to have the title, right? Like, you're just going to give him the title. Like, do you feel that way? Like, yeah, like, I, that's how I'm feeling, too. I'm like, he definitely should just get the title. Because I feel like they're just going to, like, like I said earlier, I feel like they're just doing a fucking re-roll, re-haul of the fucking show. Like, they're just doing a re-haul, just redo of the whole fucking NXT. And, like, that's that's how I feel. No, 100%. And yeah. Jay thing is supposed to be 2.0. And Braun's mm-hmm. a 2.0 wrestler and Ciampa's a mm-hmm. 1.0 wrestler, so you see the yeah. there. Like, I'm happy with it, and I know you're happy with it. You're, mm-hmm. We're friends of Ciampa, but that's probably not what they want. They yeah. They're brand new. And everybody yeah. that's old to be in the sidelines. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with Braun Breaker winning the title, because, like, no. it, like, it would work, but like I said, like, yeah, it's just like... Champa, like we're just friends of Champa. So, you know, but that was NXT. Yeah. MLW. So, I have a few things to say about MLW. Okay. Because like they're back on YouTube. So like, we had the first match was Holiday versus who is she against? Oh, Nicole Savoy. So, like, Holiday picks up the win, and she has, like, this dude with her. So, like, the whole time, like, I'm not joking, and I'm trying not to be, like, biased because she's a friend of the show. So, Willow Nightingale was on commentary, and, like, it just was like, aw, aw, aw. Like, she's just so fucking adorable. It's like, aw. <laughs> and then, like, she's leaving, and she gets attacked by Holiday. And Holiday just lays her out. Like, they, like, their women's division is, like, coming along nicely, even though we predicted this two years ago, and it's just finally happening now. Yeah. We had Calvin Tegman versus Matt Cross, and, like, he came up and was like, yeah! I'm Like, I'm gonna kick Calvin Tegman's ass. Calvin Tegman whooped the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> like uh, cut your ass whooped. And House of Hardcore definitely trickled down to MLW. House of Hardcore is MLW. Okay. Dude, they had a backstage segment with Darius Cradle and Alicia. So, like, everybody thinks that Alicia and Richard Holiday are dating. So, he has her in the back, and Darius Cradle, which is the 
head of MLW right now, and he's talking to fucking Alicia too. You can't hear a goddamn word he's saying because the audio is so fucking bad. And it's like, this is a good fucking company. How the fuck is this happening? He's talking to her. He, and like, I had to put the captions on and he's just saying, listen, I'm going to make you sit front row as I have your the boyfriend destroyed. And she's like, that's not my boyfriend. She's like, no, we know that that's your boyfriend. I'm going to have him destroyed and we're going to take the Caribbean title. And she's like, that's not my boyfriend. She's like, you're going to sit front row and watch him get destroyed. She's like, dude, it's not my fucking boyfriend. Like, she literally just goes, it's not my fucking boyfriend. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, no, I know. So he makes her sit front row and then drinking champagne. And like, part of me is like, oh, he's going to fucking drug her, right? No. Like, something's gonna happen. I'm like, something bad is gonna happen, right? And it's like, yeah. So Neil Mortez takes on Richard Holiday, and it's like, okay, this is a match. But like, Richard Holiday barely went, like, barely gets close to the win, and all of a sudden, here comes Contra. Like, uh, okay, Neil Mortez picks up the win, and he wins the title. And Darius Quiddle turns to Alicia and was like, see, your boyfriend's a loser. She's like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> she literally caught up with her drink and was like, dude, I don't care. He's not my boyfriend. It walks off. She's like, I don't know why you're doing it. It's so funny. He's like, ha I got her. It's like, dude, she literally just said she's not her boyfriend. It's so fucking dumb. It'd be hilarious at the end of the extra boyfriend. Dude, like... Like, cause that's how that's how the storyline started. It was like from like every time they were around each other, like they like he keeps flirting. So we like everybody was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna make this a storyline. We're gonna make this story." We just kept saying, "That's her boyfriend. That's her boyfriend. That's her boyfriend." And like it turned into a storyline, but they totally hate each other. It's like <laughs> this is so dumb. Like I fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. Loved it. <laughs> NXT UK. Okay. So NXT UK, like we had like way too much stuff to to like tackle today, but friend of the show, Aaliyah James was like, fam, watch the show. I'm wrestling tonight. I was like, nah, like I'll catch it. I'll get to it. Fam, I'm telling you, watch the show. So I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'll watch the show. So I watch the show and she gets first win. She gets her first win. Extremely, I'm extremely happy. Extremely happy. Extremely happy that friend of the show, Aaliyah James, got her first win. And she'll have many more. We had yeah. Symbiosis take on Jetstar and Dave Masters, which was actually fucking hilarious. Yes, yes. And the funny part about it that made it like super hilarious was like, them talking and like, Nigel McGinnis goes, whatever the guy's name, he's like, why are you not acknowledging the tag team champions? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
And then, like, pretty good, it was like, yeah, he won't acknowledge this, Nigel. I'm like, the fuck? Like, the what? I was like, wait. <laughs> that shit was funny. So, Symbiosis, like, this is a fucking mess because Symbiosis gets the win, but then they get attacked by, like, Alton Smith and his partner. But the whole problem is, this all started with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. It's, like, it's this big clusterfuck of a tag team, because, like, it's too many tag teams fighting each other, and you don't know why they're fighting each other, because you're like, wait, but they have beef with this person. But why are they saving this guy over here? This, why is this? It's too much, man. It's too much. It's too much. And speaking of Trent, yeah, <laughs> speaking of Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, so next week he's going to face Noam Dark, Tyler Bate, that is. So he brings him on his interview show and he's like, yo, he's like, Trent Seven still wants to be a tag team. You don't want to be a tag team. And he's trying to cause all types of turmoil. But then he winds up punching Tyler Bate in the face and running off. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Who cares? <laughs> then we have Jordan Devlin taking on fucking Joe Coffey. Because they've been beefing for like 16 weeks. And they finally have their finish. Finally! They finally have their finish to it. And Jordan Devlin beats Joe Coffey. Which actually made me go, what the fuck? Why? Because it's like, if you watch it, you're like, okay, fucking Joe Coffey should be the winner. He should be the winner. He should end this. Joe Coffey should win. Joe Coffey should end this. Joe Coffey is the guy. No, Jordan Devlin beat him. Why? Even with the watch the fucking um, Dallas comes out and they're like, how'd you lose? Like, that's fucking a loss. Like, why? Why the fuck did you lose? It just... It just was... Like, what the fuck, man? I thought I felt about it. But next week should be better. Like, this is like one of those what the fuck moments. Like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? (laughs) So... We had the G1 Finals! The last match of the G1, and it was Okada versus Ibushi, and it was 20 minutes no, not even 20 minutes, like 12 minutes in. Match just start going, it started picking up, and everybody was like, Oh, glad we have this match! Yeah, this is so great. We're like, they're finally gonna turn up the G1, and everybody's gonna remember why they, they love New Japan. Bushi gets Okada down and he jumps on the top rope and he's like made a phoenix flash bam Okada moves and I seen it as soon as he hit the ground I was like oh I hope that isn't and Bushi was just holding his arm and it was like okay Okada's getting back up and he's like alright Red Shoes goes over to Ibushi and is like, yo fam. And he just immediately goes, ring the bell. And they just start playing Okada's music just like immediately. It was like, everybody's like, what? And Ibushi, the whole time, Ibushi is curled up in a ball on his knees and he's not moving. And he's just curled up in a fucking ball. And everybody's like, 
what the fuck just happened? They call the doctors in and they're like, okay, um, you fuck some shit up. And he's like, what did I fuck up? So they had to roll him on his back. And from what I was told, they had to pop his shoulder back in the place right there. And like, damn. And the thing was, the bad part was the rest of the young lions, they had to hold him down. They're like, dog, stop moving because he wants to get up and finish the fight. He's like, listen, I can finish the fight. So they popped his shoulder back in the place and he's like, like, he's holding his shoulder. He's like, I want to get up. And they're holding him down. I'm like, dude, you cannot get up. Like, you're fucked up. Like, you're really fucked up. And then, like, he's holding his wrist. And, like, it's, I swear to God, I've never seen anybody hold their wrist the way that he was holding his wrist. Because you know how, like, when you put your hand around your wrist, you can kind of wrap your hand around your wrist. And you're like, all right, I can do that. Yeah. Your, your hand is supposed to go around your wrist tightly. It's not supposed to be like no squishy in between, right? Because I'm I'm no. sure it's not supposed to be squishy in between. And yeah. it's like his it was squishy in between, and it's like, man, he still wants to get up. He wants to fight. And it's like it literally was like seven people holding this guy down, and it's like, dog, chill the fuck out. You can't wrestle. Even Okada came over to him and was like, fam, you cannot do this. He's like, you can't do this. You're fucked up. You have to stop. He's like, no, I can do this. They're holding him down. They're like, we're just going to take him the fuck out because there's nothing else he can do. And it's so bad. They take him out. He turns around and is like, I can get back in it. Bitch, just get out of here. It's like, yo, you are fucking insane, dude. You are fucking insane. And then this is the part where I like, I literally wanted to get in a plane and just go video game Okada. This is the part where I wanted to video game Okada. This, this son of a bitch goes to the back and goes, so I want a G1, so I'm the champion. And everybody's like, <laughs> that's funny. He's like, no, 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 for real. Cause like, what's the point of having a G1 if like, it's not for the champion. It's like, okay, like, I mean, you kind of got a point. And plus that belt over there, it doesn't really mean anything. Cause that's like, Abushi wanted to merge the belt, so now it's like the fourth version of that belt, and like it's only had four title defenses when it actually is a prestigious belt that's out there, and it and that means more. And it's like, okay, you have a lot of points. Like everything you're saying is a lot of good points, but at the same time, you're making this more convoluted than it is. And then he starts talking about Will Osprey's belt too, and it's like, okay, you, there's all right, everything you're saying is fucking delusional. His, his fucking brain process is, which I kind of agree with just a very little bit, because when they made the, they merged the two titles, the Intercontinental and the World title together, they made this new title, but this new title, when they merged it, whoever had it was the first person to have it. And it's like, that just destroyed the whole lineage of the old title. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. So Okada wants to bring back that lineage. But at the same time, that means he's going to have to split apart the belt again. And like, it's too complicated. And it's like, it's literally fucking eight o'clock in the morning. And everybody is screaming to the top of their lungs. They're like, dude, we know what you want to do, but it's so fucking convoluted. And it sounds so crazy. And he's like, well, I'm just a champion because I won the tournament. Bitch, that's not how it works. You have a contract. Of- 
and we just we were all just like so angry because it was so bad that Chris Charlton who is like the commentator and he like speaks Japanese and English and he's like he's explaining it to us and after he finishes he goes I un- I understood everything he said meaning I understood it in Japanese but I don't understand what he's saying I'm more confused he explained it three times and he explained the same thing three times exactly what he said and everybody's like what and he said I have to go home to listen to Shingo Takagi's fucking commentary because Shingo Takagi was on the Japanese commentary he's like I have to listen to his commentary and see if he understood so he can help me figure out what the fuck is going on it was so bad and like everybody on the timeline was just like huh and like half of the people was like holy shit like this is gonna be more convoluted I don't want it some of the people was like you know what maybe if they split the belts back up and it just was so it just was so infuriating it literally was so infuriating not only because the match was stopped because of that but just because of him and his goddamn babble he doesn't ramble and it's like I don't know what the fuck is going on I just fucking dude it's just it was the most infuriating fucking thing I from from like he's just like what is it's like, we think I, just his arm or he had a concussion or something. That sounds like concussed. No, that wasn't... That's the funny part. Ibushi was the one that got hurt. That's Okada. Okada wasn't... Okada wasn't <laughs> fucking injured. Okada's the one telling us to do for the fucking title. Like, Okada's the one... Fucking clear brain. Clear brain Okada is the one who's making up these goddamn rules where we're all just fucking lost. We're all fucking lost. We're like, I, I don't know what the fuck you think. And everybody's just thinking the same shit. We're like, we want to wait and find out what he's going to say. But at the same time, we're also petrified. Because it's like, what if he says some crazy shit that we don't want to hear? We're going to have to live with that. Because he's going to make the rules. We're all fucking petrified. We don't know what's going to happen. And like, eventually we're going to figure it out. But like, Jesus Christ, it's like this guy is just fucking... He made... He made... Something so simple become the worst fucking thing that we've ever heard. And we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. And fuck eventually. Eventually. Fuck. Let's talk about Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. How did you, how did you like Crown Jewel? Dude, from top to bottom, like including the, the fucking pre-show, it was fucking awesome in my opinion. Okay, so I'm gonna say this. Uh-huh. It was actually a really good show, and I know everybody jumps right on the fucking oh, it's blood money, Saudi Arabia, violence, blood, money, blood, blood. And it's like, fam, this was one of the best WWE shows in a long time. I'm like, no, I can't fucking enjoy it because it's blood money. And it's like, but. No, because they're over Saudi Arabia and get blood money. It's so bad. And it's like, oh, like, I just, it is like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, bitch, oh. And somebody said something, and I swear to God, this is how fucking fucked up information is in this goddamn country. Okay. Because Zelina Vega beat Dewdrop and became the queen of the ring. We're going to get into the rest of the show. But the person was like, 
I can't believe they sent her over there to win this thing because her dad was killed by the guys who funded this in Saudi Arabia. And it's like, Ooh, fam, they, it's like, fam, they didn't fund it. Like, you're so wrong. Like, it was like, no, they funded it. Saudi Arabia funded it. Fam, Saudi Arabia did not fund 9 11. Like I'm like I'm pretty sure like they did research. It's not Saudi Arabia that did 9/11. Like Saudi Arabia did a lot of other shit, but it wasn't 9/11. They did not fund that. And I'm like, fam, like how? And like that's a little like that's a little racist because it's like, yo, you just grouped a whole fucking bunch of people together and said, oh, it's Saudi Arabia. Like, fam, it wasn't them. I'm like, Doug, like you can't be that fucking like. I know misinformation spreads very fast because the internet and like people jump on Facebook and shit or like see shit on TikTok and like, oh, well, that's it. But this is a grown ass man that should have a little bit more decorum and be like, I'm going to do a little bit more research before I speak and say some dumb shit and have everybody up in arms for no reason. But I'm like, nah, he's like, nah, fuck it. Saudi Arabia did it. They, they paid for 9-11. That's what it is. Like, dog, like, dog, like, chill. Like, that's not even true. And like, if like if I was Selena Vega and that actually happened, I would be like, I'm not going to fuck over there. She knows, like she literally knows it was not Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, like what, like what the fuck is this problem? I was like, God damn it! Like God damn it, dude! Like some people just are just shit. Like that's how they fucking feel. Like so strong about fucking WWE that like no matter what happened. Oh, we, we have to go to like the deepest, farthest reaches of the earth to make this shit bad. Like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. But like I did enjoy the show. And like I like I said, I hate everybody that keeps saying I would enjoy the show if it was in America. It's like, man, just shut the fuck up and enjoy the show. Like it was good. Fucking good. The only reason that I would agree, agree with that sentiment, right? Mm-hmm. And early. Like, it was on there during fucking work. That's my only complaint, but that's my fucking selfish, like, mm-hmm. fucking thing. Like, it has nothing to do with the show itself. <laughs> or does it be? <laughs> yeah, like... Completely selfish. Like, this, like, this was, like, super inconvenient for me because, like, I watched the G1 finals, and then I had to turn around and, like, get, like, a quick nap in and jump right back up to watch the show so we could record on it. It's like, yeah. it's, like it was like right back to back and I was like, oh, god damn, like, this, is, this is so much. And like I had to, like I had to, everything else in my life, I had to like move around just to like, all right, listen, 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 all right, this stuff go here because I have to carve out this amount of time for fucking wrestling. It's like, damn, this is, this is kind of fucked up. But like, it, it was a really good show though. It was. It was. It started. It started out with a fucking banging ass tag team match, banging ass tag team match, with the Usos versus um, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. I heard occupants. Exactly. Fucking big game. Love this the match the titles. Yes, it was, and that was so crazy because like a lot of people was like, "Oh, this is just a match for the titles." And then, like, Corey Graves even said it to, like, the people who wasn't paying attention was like, you know the Hurt Locker business is on Raw, right? Everybody's like, huh? Like, I've literally seen the timeline go, wait, what? 
It's like, damn, like, how did y'all not know? Like, the Hurt Locker Pistons was on Raw. I was like, what? Like, everybody was so shocked. It was like, okay, you guys wasn't paying attention. Because I even asked you, and I'm like, are they on Raw? <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, you were asking me out of, wait, I swear they were on Raw. And, like, you were just, like, double-checking. Everybody else was, like, baffled because they were like, wait, I thought they were on SmackDown. Yeah. I was like, no. And it was so funny that the Usos were like the good guys in this whole thing. It was like, what the fuck? I noticed that too. They was like fighting against the faces. Yes. Yes. It was a like it was a really good match. I loved it. Me too. So the Usos retained the titles, and then we went in the Hell in a Cell. So I'm just gonna like talk about this tweet, and like then we go into the thing. So. Mm-hmm. A very respected athlete, wrestler, that I love and enjoy. Sent a, like sent a tweet about this match. And like I pop because I understand it and it makes me feel like it like this match actually did contain it. He was like, wow. He's like, I'm he's like, this match was so good. It's like on so many levels because they did one thing that made me so happy. It was a hell in a cell. They kept them inside the cell and nobody else got in the cell. So they just stayed in the cell and had a match. And was like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, because like that always doesn't happen because they usually go out the cell, somebody gets in. This was a contained match. And it's like, you're right. <clears throat> like, you're right. It actually, like, it actually was good. And like already thinking about it, like this match was good. Like, with him pointing that out, was like, oh, yeah, this match is better because the way it happened. So, yeah. No type of fuckery whatsoever. None. And you know what's so funny? Like, Edge versus... This is Edge versus Seth Rollins. I'm going to sell people. Like, the finish of the match. Edge finished him with his own finisher. Dude. We've been wanting that for the longest they finally... Exactly. It was so good. I like. I love. Like, I love this match. This match was really good. This this match is in the top five matches of the show. Like, and that's saying something. Like, this this was so good. It was in the top five. Like, I loved it. There, where Seth Mm -hmm. like tied a chain around his foot. I'm like, oh, he's gonna like curb stomp the shit out of him. No, like. I guess like it, it's an interpretation whether or not this was worse or not, but he kicked him in the mm-hmm. fucking face with super kick. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I don't know if that was worse or better, but he fucked him up regardless. Yes. And he pedigreed him. I'm like, yo, this like they were going the fuck off. Edge was like Edge was going the fuck off. Edge did the long way chair ball shot to him. I'm like, I haven't seen that in a while. It was it was so fucking good. Like that match was great. I loved it. Fucking Seth Rollins did like javelin himself in the fucking cage door. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> they were fucking going in. I loved it. Yeah. But Edge picked up the win, but like Jesus, that match was dope. And it was well, so fucked up. Went up so too fucking quick. Like one minute it was there, next minute it wasn't. Like, wait, how did you do that so quick? Right. And the funny part was like Corey Graves goes 
now that they finish this, they can they can finally separate and get away from each other. I'm like, you do know that they're both on Raw, right? Yeah. Just, just had to figure that out, Corey. I only had one problem with this match. What? When Edge won, right? Mm-hmm. It was an abundance of pyro, huge-ass celebration. Like, yay! Edge didn't win no championship. <laughs> Like the funny part about it is like Edge was all sentimental. Is like it was like Edge like finally came back and it's like wait, but Edge's been back for like over a year. What? Like, why is he sentimental? It's like no, I'm back. Like back for what? What the fuck? Back for blood. Apparently, I'm like, what the fuck? I was so confused. I'm like, but yeah, that was that was a match. Yeah. Then, then we had the tag team title match, raw tag team title match, Riddle and Orton. And for some reason, Riddle came out on a camel. I mean, yeah. We got the RKO off the springboard elbow. Which, like, somebody was like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, Fuck you. <laughs> like, the last, like, the last 76 times they fought, they used that. Why, why was it this time that you were so surprised? I don't know. Surprising. Like, I was like, okay. But, exactly. Or in the AJ won. So that was a thing. Wait. Ooh. Orton and Riddle one. Orton and Riddle. <laughs> Wrong people. We had Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. And it was a pretty good match. Mansoor looked really good. Which, that was all because of Ali. He, mm-hmm. He's amazing. Ali gets the win. And he starts... I mean, not Ali gets the win. Mansoor gets the win. Fuck, I'm fucking up today. Mansoor gets the win. <laughs> And Ali starts beating him down. And in my head, I'm like, okay, you won. Like, you let him win in his hometown. He won. Fine. Why is he getting his ass beat after the match? But it was because the silver medalist karate person was coming out to beat the shit out of Mustafa Ali. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's okay. That's great. That's like, all right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Like we said, this is a Vega. Two Muslims basically chatting that it be. I no no no. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but like, like I mean Muslim because this is the thing. Uh-huh. Muslim is a religion, it's not a race. Muslims yeah. are religion. So like there could be a bunch of other Muslims that have faced each other in WWE. As far as Muslim, like, like I guess you could say, I can't even say pure Muslim because it's like multiple sects of Muslims. So you can't yeah. just be like, yeah. So, like, I don't know, but like, I don't like I said, two Middle Easterners like facing off from Middle Eastern descent. Yeah, I mean, probably. And like, yeah, had it's more. Like, I would have brought it up. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, like the. That like, that's probably a thing. 
But they um, said Muslim. So. Yeah, like that. Like that was kind of racism. Whoever said it part because Muslim is a religion, not a race. Yeah, just, just putting it out there. <laughs> no, you're hundred percent right. That that's why I brought it up. Like, see your perspective on it. Like, yeah. If you understood it like I did, and you hundred percent did. Yeah. So we had Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop, and we said Zelina Vega won. Then we had the, yeah. Then we had the match that you're angry at. That you're angry at. Okay. Goldberg versus Bob Lash. No one died. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. No, no. What? Bobby damn near died. He almost died. He almost died, but he wasn't dead. Like at one point you had to check in and breathe because he got fucked up. Yeah, the hurt locker business came out and they was like, "All right, we're gonna help." Nah, Goldberg fucked them up. Goldberg like Goldberg hit the jackhammer in the middle of the match, and we're like, "Oh, it's over." He's like, "No, I'm going to kill this dude." He took him outside, speared him through some shit. He started fucking him up, and he just kept going. The Hurt Locker business came out to help him. He beat up the Hurt Locker business and then speared Bob Lash through the table. Like, from the fucking stage. It's like, oh, oh okay. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> that, that was a thing. I was like, all right. All right. Fatality. Yes. So, this, this next match made me emotional. Made me yeah. emotional because it was Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. We, if you have ever followed Xavier Woods since he's been in the WWE, he said he's always wanted to be King of the Ring. Always. And for us on this podcast, way, way before the beginning of the summer, we have been saying King of the Ring's coming. Xavier Woods, King of the Ring. Xavier Woods, King of the Ring. We've been saying that. Mm-hmm. And even a few months back where Xavier was like, yo, Big E won the title, and I just want to be King of the Ring. And I said, just relax. It's coming. And it's here. Him versus Finn Balor. I'm not even going to lie. It was like, when he hit that first elbow and Finn kicked out, I was like, oh, Finn's went in. Yeah. Did you feel like you felt that same way too? Yeah, yeah. Like again, the be booking like was no mm-hmm. way fucking Xavier was gonna win this shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it was like so. It was like, oh my god, it's good. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. But Xavier came back and he won. Xavier Woods is now King Woods, and it was Xavier. Okay, King Xavier. <laughs> But it was so good. He won and he had that moment. And this is how you know how respected somebody is, is when you see the timeline. Everybody popped for him. Like, and I don't mean just some people. I mean everybody. Evil Uno popped for him. Cash and Dex both popped for him. Even though Cash said, yo, I'm so proud of him. He's the king, but I'm still faster than him. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he said that. Yo, it's like an inside joke with them. Yeah. It's like it was so many people, AEW, WWE, everybody popped for Xavier becoming king. 
And it's one of the times that WWE got it right. It was like, we know what you want. We're giving it to you and we're going to make you happy. Everybody literally just was so happy. And the debate, greatest faction of all times for New Day. And there was a bunch of people going, oh, the NWO is better. This one, that one. No, 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 no. No, and I I omitted this one fact that like makes it way better. Mm-hmm. I omitted this one fact, and I kept saying, "Nope, they're better. Like they're a hundred times better." No, they're not the greatest faction. I was like, "They've won all the tag team titles. They've won the titles separately." And like, no, they're not the greatest faction. And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna let you guys have that because you just want to keep bitching or say whatever." But. There's one fact, like, everybody keeps omitting, well, not everybody, but, like, we all know it. They're all African-American. Like, they don't, like, wrestling does not push African-Americans to the top like that. They don't go, it's like, this is a white, this is a white thing, only white people. No! This is an African-American group that went from not supposed to have everything to being the everything. This is one of the greatest groups of all times. All times. Yeah. New Day is the greatest group of all time. And it's just like it's just fucking like there's no arguing with it. Like it's just, cause like you could go back in time and be like, oh well, the NWO created this, but did the NWO have an impact like this and have titles and have a short run like this? No, but NWO changed the game. But did NWO change the minds of people in wrestling? How did they change the mind? You look at Xavier Woods, Kofi, and Big E. You don't even see their skin color anymore. Before, it was like, oh, there's a black champion. Now it's like, oh, this is the next champion? All right, cool. That's how it is. Like That's, that's the part that they changed. They changed the culture of wrestling. Like, no one has ever done it. Fucking great, greatest group of all time. Like, going into it, like, this match in particular, like, you go into it, like, oh, Xavier's not going to win that shit. Like, the way that he does it. No. Mm-hmm. Like, in every single one of them. Oh, Kofi's not going to win the title. He mm-hmm. won the fucking title. Biggie's not going to win the title. He probably not even going to win Money to Bank. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So, game changer. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm so happy Xavier Woods. Yeah. So after that, we had Big E versus Big D. <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> like going into this match, I was like, this match is going to be like a little bit above good. I was like, all right, it's going to be a little bit above good. Halfway through this match, I'm like, fam, this match is fucking awesome. Like, they were fucking killing it. I'm like, oh my god. This like, as soon as this match was over, like, I was like, I want to see Big E fight so many other people. Like, oh my god, this is, like, he's, like, it's so good. Like, it's so, like, he's so good. And Drew's good, too. And it's like, yes! It was like, Cause this match was like definitely a main event match, and it's like, 
oh my god like i want to see big e fight so many people like this he he's so good he's good and yes big and e won the championship uh-huh yeah i mean even better for both of them yes i can't wait to see what big e does so mm-hmm. that like this is great then we had the triple threat okay so before i even get into my rant about the win i don't think there is a chemical or a manufactured or anything that you can give to make these three women have the fucking best matches ever. Like, it's like insane. It's like you just throw any combination of these women into like a match of like, oh, they're gonna have a fucking banger. You throw them all together and you're like, oh, they fucking stole the show. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's so ridiculous. It's like, Becky is coming up with like a thousand new moves and you're like, oh shit, like, because there were people that's like, oh, Becky's boring because she only has like a certain amount of moves. Becky came back with a whole new moveset. It's like, okay. Sasha's always evolving in her moveset. And it's like, oh, okay. Bianca is just like fucking still evolving. And it's like, hold up, man. Like, y'all, y'all are just putting on a fucking banger. Bianca's showing her strength. Like, Becky's showing her skill. Like, Sasha's showing her wrestling ability. It's like, fam, like, they're really fucking still in this show. It's like, yes. I like halfway through this match, I'm watching people go from, yo, this match is gonna be awesome. Like, yo, this is like match of the year contender right here, and people just start going like, oh shit, they're really, they're really doing this. It was one point where fucking Bianca had Sasha up for a press slam, and she just puts her one arm down and is holding this girl up with one fucking arm, and it's like, damn, like this, this is crazy. Like, this is fucking crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, this fucking match was crazy. And the only problem, Becky won. And I know you're like, what the fuck? Like, you just said Becky was cool. Becky's a SmackDown champion on Raw. So it's, like, more evident, like, the belt is going to do the belt switch. Because as of right now, it's Becky versus Charlotte at Survivor Series. Hopefully, hopefully, instead of switching the titles and going... Huh, you can have the boat. Oh, you can have the boat. Instead of doing that, they find some way to change the titles and like people like will get the titles back on their respective brand. Yeah. But like that's the only problem. Like that's the only problem. Like the only way would be probably to have the rematch Charlotte versus Bianca at Survivor Series and mm-hmm. have um Sasha versus Becky at Survivor Series. Like that, like that would be cool, but like they're doing fucking brand to brand. Like I just like I don't know how. Like I just want them to that, figure some dumb shit out. But that right I mean, there, yeah, right, brand, brand. that is true. That is brand to brand. Like yeah. yeah, if like if they do that, like it'll be great because like then like we'll have the championships on the the brand and like everything would be great. Yeah, I mean it'll be obvious who's winning, but it's probably. Yeah. But, like, that's the only thing, like, I would be like, ah, well, we know who's going to win. But, like, if they had some other weird way to switch the belts instead of just, like, oh, you take my belt, you take my belt. Or 
or the one which would like break everybody's brains like completely. Mm-hmm. One of them called the world women's champion, one called the universal. Everybody's brains would break. They'd be like, huh? Yeah. They don't have to change the belts. They can stay right where they at. Like, huh, that makes sense. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But that was that. Then we had the main event. Brock versus Roman. Roman did a fucking dive over the ropes and everybody has been talking about this dive. It's like, y'all know he could he can jump, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like he jumped right the fuck on Brock. And everybody's like, I can't believe he could do that. They're like, yeah, Roman is Roman is good. But that ending, I love the ending. The fucking ending was the best. I had to go back at Rocky because I missed it since there weren't. Dude, like, that shit was so dope. Because, like, they're both laid out. And Heyman grabs the belt. He's looking at both of them. They're both laid out. The referee gets knocked out for the F5. But, like, they're both laid out. And Paul just throws in the belt and goes, Handle it yourself! And turns around. <laughs> and everybody's like, Wait, who's he telling to handle it? And it's just like they both get up and grab the belt at the same time, and it's like, so who was the wait? What? what who was the belt for? I'm like, oh, god damn it! We still have some questions. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna ask you. How did you interpret it? Like, it's it's still questions. It's still questions <laughs> because it's like, Doug, like he just he said, handle it yourself. It's just like, but, but, now what? Oh, man. Like, it's, it's, oh, man. It's, God damn it, dude. God damn it. Because even so, he still didn't seem happy at the end of it. Yeah, he didn't. Because he, the funny part was like, he actually looked a little bit scared. He looked a little bit scared. Like, oh, shit. Like, what did I do? He looked yeah. a little bit terrified. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is us. This is something. <laughs> and yes, Roman did get the win. And it was like, this is a little something. I'm like, I was just shocked. Like, it was, it was crazy. Cool. Do you think there's going to be a rematch at Survivor Series? Because I do. No. No, because it's going to be Big E versus Roman at Survivor Series. Okay. I Yeah, I don't know how they're going to like tell the story. But like, Big E and Roman are going to be the the thing at what's we call it? Yeah, it makes sense to the Survivor Series. Yeah. But damn, that like that show was fucking awesome. That show was awesome. It had me all of my feels. Like I yeah. loved it. Especially for Xavier. Did you watch the post uh, a match thing? Like yes. He was in tears and it made me choke up. It was like, yo, mm-hmm. like like yo, like I was in tears because, like, it just, like, it was something that I never expected to happen because it was like, man, this is so fucked up. It's like, I was in tears. It's like, it's like, when things, like, dude, when things happen that you don't expect them to happen, it, like, like, it kind of leaves you in tears. Like, it kind of, like, just fucks with your emotions. Like, when Zack Sabre Jr. came out to the ring and nobody knew why the fuck he was coming out to the ring, (laughs) and then you just hear this music, and you just go, what? Because Zach comes out the ring, he's got shorts on and shoes, and you're like, man, 
what are you out here for? And he's he's in white, which he's usually in black because he's with Suzuki Gun. And you're like, uh, all right, cool. And he's out there, and like literally, the fucking announcers are trying to figure out what the fuck he's out there for. And the music hits, and they're like, that's not what I think. Wait, what? Like, okay, what the fuck? Like, oh, well, well, maybe he's. Wait, he's probably coming out here for something else, right? This, like, this can't be what's happening, right? They're like, it can't be. Like, they're literally in disbelief. Like, everybody is like in disbelief. Like, the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, what's happening? Like, this can't be what, what's going on. And he gets in the ring, just, just fucking same gear as Zach, but in black. And I'm like, okay. Like, what is he? He takes off his jacket. It's like, okay, like. What's happening here? And then the fucking announcers go, we're going to have a five-minute UWF-style match. And it was like, excuse me, what? Yeah, we're going to have a match. Nope. Wait, this is happening? Like, this, no. There's no way. There's no way this is happening. There's no way this happened. And before I finish what's going on, I have to scroll back to... August. Scroll back to August. It was a tweet. Somebody says I have a tweet. Which return was the best? Because CM Punk's return was the best. There's nothing that could top that. I said in the comments, there's one thing. There's one thing. And there was a bunch of people that was like, yeah, that thing right there, that thing that he said, yep, that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the return. That's bigger than this. And everybody just went away. went away. Then scroll forward to yesterday morning, right before the show. And was like, look at that card that they have. The card for the G1 final. They were like, look at that card. It wasn't on the run sheet, so nobody saw this coming. So they're like, look at this card. Like, usually every G1 Climax final, there's always a big surprise. And somebody said, fam, there's like, I'm not even expecting this. And this is the insiders, the New Japan insiders. They're like, I'm not expecting anything. We always expect something big to happen, but the last few years, nothing has happened. Like, if something happens, it's like, it'll be a surprise and it'll shock everybody. Because, like, this, like, it doesn't happen and, like, they forgot what happened. And it's, they just, like, they weren't selling, they weren't working. They literally felt the same way that everybody else felt. Because at the G1 Climax for the last couple of years, there has been surprises. There wasn't one supposed to happen. And when this one happened, it not only just shocked us, it surprised us, it brought us to tears, and it made us feel something that wrestling makes you feel when shit happens. Because... In that ring, across from Zack Sabre Jr. was Kishori Shibata, the wrestler. Back in the ring, he was there. He wrestled Zack, and he wrestled Zack in a five-minute UWF five match, which is it was great. And after the match, he got on the mic and he said. Last time I was out here, I said, I'm alive. Next time you see me out here, 
it'll be in a match. He threw down a mic and took a back bump and rolled out the ring. And everybody just was in shock and tears. It just was like, he's 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 coming back. There's a chance. He's coming back. He's going to get in his ring. He's going to get in his ring and wrestle. He's going to wrestle again. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Everybody start fantasy booking. Everybody just, like, it's happening. It's happening. This was the one that I was waiting for. When they said, who was the return? It was him. And he's back. How do you feel? Oh, I feel fucking awesome and shit. Like, I was fucking hyped and shit. Like, you know my nickname for him, Headbutt Guy. <laughs> like, yes. you said me that shit in the... I'm like, Headbutt Guy. Like, on all capitals, like, yeah, that shit's fucking awesome. Yes. And we have kept you for so long, but we have to leave because... We can't keep you forever, but Shibata is back. Wrestling is awesome. And the next time you hear from us, we'll be covering AEW. But as for now, fuck that shit. <laughs>